Welcome. We don't take a week off just like those top country golfers in the world. We have arrived at Olympic Golf Week. Welcome into another brand new episode of Cash Out with the Coaches. I am the coach. He is Travis Fulton. Trav, we've got a lot to get to in this week's episode. We got to talk about the 3M. We got to look forward to Tokyo. We got to look forward to the FedEx Cup just a little bit. How are you this week, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm back in Florida. It's good to be back. Uh, raining. About an inch every hour, which is which is pretty sweet. I leave Pacific Northwest, which is hot and dry. They got fires; they're just begging for rain. I come down here and it quit raining in forty-eight hours. For crying out loud! It's like can we just balance this out a little bit. <laughs> Up there, hanging out with the bears. Now you're back down close to the bear club. See see what I did there? Ooh, I like that. Uh, all right, nice. Uh, so if you're a brand new viewer, uh, this is what we do every single week. We look back at the week that was in the PJ Tour. We look forward to this week, and then also we give you a lot of picks that you can take straight to the pay window. So, Trav, before we look forward to the Olympics, and there's a lot of news there, congratulations to Cameron Champ, who somehow, if you were smart enough, 150 to 1, but he'd been trending in the right direction. He was much better than that. He gets his third career victory on the PGA Tour, and I thought he played really, really great golf over the weekend. Yeah, he did play great golf. You know, I mean, Cameron for most of the year had been struggling. Uh, his putter has been very chilly. And, you know, I think there was a bit of a reset with him and his team after Detroit. Uh, he came back, played well at John Deere. Uh, you could see some uh, progress there as they hit the reset button. He finished 11th. And then he comes out there and just has his best putting week statistically in his career, positive 8.1. I mean, this is a guy that, usually loses strokes putting and he makes everything and goes positive 8.1. So, you know, I, I mean, look, I was probably one of five people. It sounds like according to Twitter that didn't have a win ticket on him. I mean, everybody's like, ah, Cameron Champ, 151. Like, hey, if, if everybody had a win ticket on Cameron champ, he wouldn't have been 151. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes, like you got to hit the reset button out there, you know, like you just have to clean the slate. Um, you have to kind of tell the truth, what's going on, get the team together, some tough conversations. Cameron champs, a great guy. He really is. He's one of my favorite people out there. I love his perspective. I love his attitude. Um, you know, I think he looked at what he was doing on the course, what he was doing off the course. And it just kind of, you know, he, he, he got it out there. Came back at the John Deere, saw some good stuff, and then he just kept it going there and got a hot putter, and he gets his third win. I'll tell you, Cameron Champ, he gets up there, he sniffs it, he doesn't go back. You know, That's he's exactly got win right. equity. Um, he puts things away. Well, I, I was one of those guys on Twitter that claimed a winning ticket, but I'm also fully transparent, as everybody knows, and mine was 15-1 to 1 because I played Cameron Champ before Saturday's round. Mm when he was just a couple of back when he was 15 to one, he could get him in that range. Uh, and then he started Sunday two back. So you still get a pretty good number on him on Sunday uh, as well. But, uh, but I'm like you, it feels like every time he wins, it's at a really cool time in his career. 
you know, his first win, uh, who could forget the tears and grandfather who was in hospice and talking to him on the phone from the green. And now he hits such a low spot, as you mentioned, and now he's coming back. And he talked about his wife and his team believing in him and understanding what you have to go through in order to be able to play and win on the PGA Tour. Uh, I think this is a very, very important win for him. And I think we could see him as a real player this year in the playoffs, the way he's playing. But also, you talk about the perspective. I think he's going to be a really dynamic PGA Tour winner many more times to come because of how he plays and the game that he has. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, he's got to show some consistency with his putter. I mean, I think that's the that's the one big thing. I mean, his putter can go sour and it can stay there for a while. I think if yeah. he, I think consistency probably is the word now, you know, for him is just, can he show some consistency with all 14 clubs? We know he has the length. We know he can dismantle um, some golf courses. Uh, I think his iron game probably could be a little more consistent, you know? So there's pieces when you start peeling the layers back on why a guy like him who, in my opinion, you know, effortless power, he has it. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. the dude is just, you know, like it's like a rubber band in his body <laughs> and the way that it's moving. And he has all the shaftling. He probably has the most shaftling at impact of any player on the PGA Tour. And he's got to set up his equipment and things around that. And um, so he's he's just a fascinating, interesting player. And I just love his perspective on the game. I think as he gets into the playoffs, um, you know, can he keep the putter rolling? I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Perhaps there's they've perhaps what they've been working on has now come to flourishing. He worked with John Graham. I thought John made a, a really cool tweet saying, you know, the statistics haven't been there, but now things are starting to fall into place. And it was cool to see it come together and make so many putts. So maybe, you know, now he's going to start trending and becoming a better and more consistent putter. I think if he does that, then you're going to see Cameron Champ with the layer of consistency on the first page that one might expect. You know, what's funny is we had uh, one of the haters that watches the show every single week uh, was kind of making fun of, of one of the conversations that we had about how you want to be inconsistent as far as putting is concerned, because then you can win. This is a perfect example of what yeah. we were talking about, that he gets red hot for four straight days and he'll take the PGA Tour win and then take three missed cuts. That's what we're talking about. You want to get hot for a very short period of time because if you're consistent and your consistent is not good enough to win, then you're never going to win. And that's kind of what we were talking about. So I thought it was really funny yeah. that this week, that particular person who tweeted that out, that this was the way that Cameron Champ got it done. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I really yeah. It's, so, it's, it is interesting. I think Cameron would probably tell you that he wants to – move towards a little more consistency with the flat stick at this point. Probably so. <laughs> because but he'll take the W. He'll take the W. Yeah, he'll take the W. And you go positive 8.1, that's that's uh, that's blitzing it right there. Yeah, he wasn't missing anything on Sunday. Mm-hmm. and He was not going back. And that's the hardest thing, especially for some of these young winners to do on the PJ Tour, is when you get that one and then two-shot lead, not to give it instantly back on the next hole. So once again, congratulations to Cameron Champ, the winner of the 3M Open. Now, as Cash Out with the Coaches looks forward now, PGA Tour kind of on a little hiatus yeah. for the Olympics, you know, and this will be the second time that the men will be playing in the Olympic Games, the women as well, uh, and there's been a lot of storylines, only 60 players playing this event, so you can find some value. This will be a week that we we, we pick some lower-odd guys, but the storylines here, Trav, has been about 
COVID. Yeah. And the fact that COVID is surging again. No fans. Uh, very few will be allowed to walk around. There's been a few in other events. But you got John Rahm out with COVID now. Bryson DeChambeau tested positive with COVID now. And so there's two messages. A, the people that are getting vaccine that are getting COVID, no symptoms. The vaccines are working. At least that's what they claim. I've had three good buddies that have COVID after getting vaccinated. So also, now what about the players who skipped, who decided not go? Patrick Cantley said, nope, I'm not going. Brooks Kepkin said, nope, I'm not going. So now Patrick Reed will take Bryson's spot. What do you make of everything that has transpired in the last three or four days? Well, it's just, it's, um, it's disappointing, right? I mean, you're trying to grow the excitement of golf in the Olympics. Um, it's, it's hard to do considering the history of golf and how it's been really geared around the four major championships. The PGA Tour has a hard time getting people excited about the playoffs, right? And its own identity coming up in August in the competition towards what has been historically everything around the four major championships, right? So it's like, now here's the Olympics fitting in the middle of that and you lose uh, John Rahm, who's the number one player in the world. And then you lose the most polarizing player in the world that people are talking about is Bryson DeChambeau. Those are two big hits. You know, I mean, those are two big, big hits big time. Um, yeah. into it. You know, Brooks doesn't go, as you mentioned, and, and so forth. So, um, but there's guys there. There's girls there. They're going to play. Um, it's, a, it's a championship golf course, um, which we'll, we'll talk about in, in whose games that it, it fits. But uh, yeah, it's at the end of the day. I mean, you look at it, it's, it's definitely a blow to the, to the system and trying to get the Olympics to mean something in the sport of golf. And we know it means something in all the other sports that we've been watching and swimming and the dominance that the USA has and gymnastics and those kinds of things that you associate the Olympics to. And and I think this year for golf, unfortunately, hopefully we have a great tournament and a great finish and there's a a really positive spin to it. But going in, man, it's it's tough. You know, it really is. You know, it is tough. And for, for several different reasons, as far as I'm concerned, I really thought coming out of 2016 in Rio that there was a lot of talk, Trav, about some of the tweaks and the changes maybe they would make to the format to make it a little bit more exciting than just a straightforward tournament. They haven't done that. Uh, I also believe that the players could have helped. I think JT's done an incredible job of making it feel important. Yeah. But the reason that it has to be important is because what a lot of people at home don't realize is that these sports are not guaranteed to be a part of the games every single year. There are mm-hmm. sports that are added. There are sports that are taken away. For golf to be added, a sport had to be taken away four years ago. So golf has to prove to the world that they're worthy and that they're important enough for these to be included in the Olympic Games. And when you lose your best players yeah, and they're not handling their business, and I know I get criticized when I say that, but there's a lot of people that haven't gotten COVID because they've handled their business. And now John Rahm twice, yeah. you get COVID, Bryson DeChambeau on one of the, to what he says, one of the most important tournaments he was looking forward to. Well, handle your business. <laughs> you know you've got to perform. You have to go above and beyond not to be around people right now. Mm-hmm. That's just the way you have to do it. And so I don't feel sorry for these guys that contract COVID I, other than their health. Yeah. But as far as opportunities and saying, I feel bad, well, handle your business and you could be there playing. 
the Seattle Seahawks last year, talking about your favorite team, not one, not one positive COVID test on a football team. So I don't want to hear it. They can't be done. Not one for the entire season. And a golfer can't not get COVID at the biggest time of the year. I have a problem with that. I just do. I just do. Uh, But as far as the tournament looks like this week, as you mentioned, there are some big time names that will be in attendance. And the biggest name right now, as far as on the course play, is Colin Morikawa. He is the betting favorite this week, plus 700. Xander's right behind a plus 900. JT at plus 1,000. And then Rory uh, at plus 1,100. Talk about the, and I've been practicing this for like two days now. I know I'm going to butcher it. Please say it first. (laughs) Kasumigaseki Country Club. There you go. I'm going KCC. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) Par 72, a little over 7,400 yards. Talk to me, Trap. Well, it's um, I think it's going to be a pretty big golf course. I think it's going to be pretty wet there. Um, sounds like it's pretty tree lined as well. So I think there'll be a bit of a premium um, on accuracy. But we know if you if you drive it long and you um, you get some breaks in the roughs and whatnot, it, it has an advantage. But I do think fairways will matter uh, to a degree here. Huge greens, it sounds like. Big green complexes, uh, bent grass. According to Justin Leonard on Golf Channel yesterday, the course is just an absolutely perfect shape. So uh, I think you're you're probably going to see if the wind stays down, the soft conditions, you're going to see some good scores. You know, Hideki won here in 2010, um, the Asia Pacific Amateur, and his scores were 68, 67, 65, 67. Um, As an amateur. As an amateur. Yeah, and then this course will be set up definitely, I think, more difficult mm-hmm. than that. But soft conditions, perfect bent grass greens, like, it's, it's screaming birdie fest to me, you know, like mm-hmm. 74, 50. Um, so I, I think, you know, you look at the scorecard, there's some, you know, you get your big par fours and you got your scorable par fours. The par fives do look pretty challenging. They look long and they do look mm-hmm. challenging. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how these players play the par fives. There's certainly some long par threes as well. And, you know, they have options on how they're going to set up the distances as well. But look, at the end of the day, the default always for me is give me someone that's going to win in ball striking first. Let's take a look at the putting splits on on, on bent grass and let's have a day there as well. And then, you know, lean in your short game um, when you have to. But I hear soft conditions, perfect conditions. And I'm thinking, all right, these guys are going to, these guys can, these guys can die in proximity and off they go. So I'm I'm hoping that the golf gets a lot of the attention. So far, it's been the bad play of the men's basketball team. But the fact that uh, because every time there's a, a, a tournament played in Asia, it's like that 9 p.m. Eastern start here in the United States. You don't really know right. what time guys are starting and tee times and, and the whole. So right now, I'm a little confused on exactly what time this whole thing starts. But it's definitely Wednesday evening yeah. here in the United States. And then they'll play overnight into Thursday morning. So adjust your calendars uh, accordingly so you don't miss out and don't get your plays in and go, wait a second, I want a JT, and he's already teed off. Uh, All right, let's jump into our picks for the week. So here's what we do every single week. And we've been pretty good as of late. We do two head-to-head matchups. This week we're uh, going to call an audible. Instead of that top 20 pick, we're going to go top 10 pick this week because there's only 60 players. So there's no top 20 odds. That'd be the greatest bet ever. And then we're, we pick one tournament winner and then a wild card play, which can be anything on the board. So, Trav, let's start with your first 
head-to-head matchup. And our picks this week, they could be really, really genius or really, really against each other. It all depends on how, how it shakes out. Well, you know, the odds are tough, especially when you're trying to yeah. find value and win tickets and top 10s and top 20s. It's certainly tough with the short field. <clears throat> so we go to the matchups, which we have been pretty good this year. Uh, yeah. I think definitely trending uh, against the, the norm here. My first one, I'm going to go with a guy who's playing some great golf. Paul Casey, minus 115 over the guy that's probably going to show up an hour before his tee time. And that's Patrick <laughs> Reed. Thrown in last minute. Patrick's like, see ya. I'm heading over to Japan. Captain America rolls in and Paul Casey is going to put it on him. Um, you know, Paul, look, I need a ball striker. Uh, who is, who's the best ball striker of these two? It's no question, Paul no Casey. Question off the tee, into the greens. Who's the better putter? No question, Patrick Reed. Although Patrick Reed hasn't been putting that well. So I look at this and it's a no-brainer to me. Give me the ball striker. Give me Paul Casey, who tends to be a little bit better on bent grass. He does have a hard time with the flat stick. Um, But I'm going to default to fairways and greens over four days, especially considering Reed showing up late, especially considering the chilliness nature of Reed's putter, Paul Casey. Take it to the bank. Think about what Patrick Reed had to go through the last yeah. five days. Clearly, he was thinking about this on Sunday when he played like you-know-what in his final round at the 3M. He has to get clothes. He has to get you know everything, the, the passport, the getting there, the travel arrangements. And I know he gets help with it, but that's a lot to factor in. Uh, you can almost understand why Patrick Cantlay and Brooks Kepka said no, because then you got to get your caddy over there. Mm-hmm. You got it. There's so much more to it than yeah. just, hey, let's go play a golf tournament. So kudos to Patrick Reed for yeah. going. Mm-hmm. But I don't think his mind could possibly be ready on Thursday morning in, in the first round. I love this play. Absolutely love it. So much that my first head to head looks very, very similar. Nick. Fade Patrick Reed. I should have had a t shirt made like you like to do, Trap. Fade Patrick Reed. And then I'm going to fade him. In- in the next tournament when he comes back, too. So Abraham answer, he's been really good. You talk about ball striker. This dude is an iron machine, and I also think it means a lot to him. To a lot of these non-American golfers, playing in the Olympics is everything, mm-hmm. has been everything for athletes in their countries. And I know it's important to Americans, but it hasn't been important to American golfers. I think in other countries, everybody really, really sticks together so much better than here in the United States. So give me Abraham answer minus one ten over Patrick Reed. I like it. I like it. I, I I could go down as far as Abraham answer and put some money on him to win as well. Um, mm-hmm. he, you know he's trending. He's he's got things are there, right? I think if you talk to Abraham answer, he'd be like, "Have you played well enough to win?" And I think, yeah, I'm close. Like you would, mm-hmm. I think that would be the answer you would get. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of really good things. I need you know make one here, a little of that, and it's just you know really small as far as what he feels like he needs to do to get a win. So, yeah, Reed, that's a tough ask, and, but kudos to him for sure. No doubt, no doubt. Who do you like in matchup number two? Well, I'll go um, – to me, this is easy. Just, you know, who's the better player of these two? Cameron Smith, minus 110 over Fleetwood. You know you know how I feel about the love affair of Tommy Fleetwood <laughs> in Twitter and people, oh, Fleetwood, this, he's a great ball. No, he's not. You know, Cameron Smith, you know, I think has had a terrific year. I think he's played some of the best golf of his year. Now, he had a little – June wasn't his best month, but I think coming out of that, 
into June, into July, the Travelers and the Open, you could start to see Cameron put the pieces back together mm -hmm. like we were seeing earlier in the year when he was playing so well and finishing in the top 10. It felt like every week getting the win with um, his countrymen there at the Zurich. So I'll go with Cameron Smith. I think he does enough off the tee. Uh, I think the iron game will be enough. Cameron Smith is a terrific putter. To me, Cameron Smith is just a better player than Tommy Fleetwood right now. I, I agree with you. And in a perfect world, I mean, it would have to be a perfect world. There is a scenario trap that we could win all of our head-to-head -head matchups despite the fact that we have some of the same names in said head-to-head -head matchups. Okay. And people are saying, what do you mean, coach? Well, why don't I show you? Because my second head-to-head -head looks a little something like this. Because I love Paul Casey, which you also love. Yeah. I like him minus 150 over Cameron Smith. Now, what people are going to find a lot with their individual sports book, wherever you play, because there's so many we know you play in different places, there's going to be different head-to-head matchups. But this week, there's going to be a lot of guys in like four and five matchups. So maybe Paul Casey over a Cam Smith, then like Casey over Reed, like what Travis has. So be very, very careful on who you're playing. But I like Paul Casey this week. Trav likes Paul Casey this week. So even if it's Paul Casey against somebody else, yeah. I would still play it. I would still play it. But right here, I think he's a better iron player than Cam Smith. And I'm going with dynamic iron players all the way down my board this week. And Paul Casey fits right in. Yeah, you know, four rounds, no cut. It, it certainly feels like the smarter play, for sure. Uh, Paul Casey over... Cameron Smith. If you blended those two guys together into one golfer, <laughs> they would be the number one player in the world. Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> All right. So what we decided to do, to do this week, Travis, because uh, mm -hmm. most mm -hmm. sports books aren't giving a top 20 because there's only 60 players. So right. we're going to go top 10. Who do you like? What number jumped off the page to you that you said value and cash? I'm not sure any number jumped off the table and when you get to the <laughs> Top 10, but I'll, I'm going to go with the year of Hideki Matsuyama plus nice. 100, the Love Masters it. champ. Look, Hideki's showing up for big tournaments this year. Um, you know, he's first at the Masters, of course, 23rd at the PGA, 26th at the U.S. Open. And now here he is in Japan. He's the man. This is a big event for him, and he has shown up for it. So, Look, he's got the most experience on this golf course. Like I said, he won the 2010 Asia Pacific Amateur, which got him into Augusta for the very first That's time, right. which then That's we right. spin it forward and he wins Augusta. And in the same year, now he comes back. <laughs> amazing. It is. Amazing. It is amazing. So there's a lot of things lining up here um, that just lead to this top 10. Can a decky finish in the yeah, of course he can, right? This is a limited field. He's one of the best ball strikers in the game. He's putted these greens before. Absolutely. I'm gonna be putting some C down plus 100 on Hideki here. <laughs> do you do you not think though, Trav, that maybe the pressure uh, of, of playing here after having won the Masters and everything that the people of this country are going to want from him? I think that's a lot of pressure. I like the play but I feel like it's a lot of pressure. I think it's a lot of pressure, but there's nobody out there. Yeah, that's true. You know, no I mean, you're right. I don't know. I, right. I just like course history. He's part of these greens. Well, um, one of the best ball strikers in the world. The field's terrible. 
Like, <laughs> you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Hideki finished in the yes. top 10 in the best field. Yes. yes like, so it's that, like, yes. Yeah. It's, it, and I, I do think it's a really, really big deal that there won't be a ton of fans out there. Yeah. That's a big deal for him, for him. And I think yeah. it also, you know, it, 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 it could go either way, but I think for him in particular, I think you are right. Uh, that the, the lack of fans helps him. <laughs> ching, ching. Uh, let's get Hideki in that top 10. Let's do it. All right. Uh, for me, my top 10, I'm going to go to another dynamic iron player, and that's Victor Hovland. And his number is the same as Hideki's at plus 100. But any player of this caliber track that I can get a plus next to his name when it comes to a top 10, I'm going to take it this week. And Victor Hovland, he gets out of bed standing inside the top 10. So you put him, he only has to beat 50 other players, and half of them I've never heard of. A little exaggeration, but not much. Yeah. Uh, give me Hovland plus 100, lock it in top 10. Yeah, he's, he's, he's playing good golf. It, it certainly feels very doable for Victor Hovland, plus 100 here. It's tough to get anything plus with a guy that you can get excited about, and I think Hovland and Matsuyama is probably as good as you're going to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, normally Trav and I tell you all the time, there's a certain number that you should not go below when you are making a winning ticket pick because of lack of value. This week, throw that out the window. <laughs> throw that out the window. What do you like this week, Trav, for your winner? At some point, Justin Thomas is going to break loose at some point. You know, okay. the struggles have been documented. We've talked about it here with his putter and, you know, but his, his ball striking hasn't went that far away. And sometimes a change of scenery is good. Sometimes you just need to go look at something different. And That's if there's true. an American player who has embraced the Olympics, it's probably Justin Thomas, right? On this team, you get the feeling that he's happy to be there. You get the feeling that he's taking this very seriously. And you get the feeling that he's ready to bust loose and get on the birdie train that he likes to get on. <laughs> I like these courses where, you know, it's wet. You got to carry the ball a long ways. Great iron play. Smooth bent grass green. This is string. It's screaming JT to me. Like, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, I think one of the interesting things here, there's no cut, right? And so... This is a tournament that's not part of the PGA Tour. It's the Olympics. The strategy, are the guys going to be more aggressive? You know, I, I think it's an interesting dynamic where are they just going to start seeking every single pin or whatnot? And when you think about getting on a roll and filling it up, Justin Thomas comes to mind, right? And mm -hmm. I just think it's coming. And no better thing here, get a gold medal. You know JT would be absolutely smiling from ear to ear come back to the united states wgc in uh memphis and then right into the playoffs with some momentum with jt i think it's going to happen I, I really think it's coming and i hope it comes this week but it's only plus 1100 come on give us something <laughs> they, they can't Jeez. they 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 cannot that's that number is spot on where it it needs to be you bring up an interesting dynamic trav and that is the fact that on any normal week on the PGA Tour or the European Tour, every player certainly that plays an entire four rounds expects a paycheck. Well, this week they're playing for three things, gold, silver, bronze. Right. So 
I believe that every strategy has to be aggressive yet smart. And that's exactly what Justin Rose did in 2016. It's what Henry Stinson did in 2016. I think JT, though, is the type that if he gets rolling, we've seen it time and time again. Oh, yeah. He also loves playing in Asian countries. Yes, He's he won there before. Yes, he does. So uh, this means a lot to him. He's one of the few players that I've seen really post anything on social media, which shows me he's excited. He's dialed in. He wants to be there. And in in a tournament like this, you have to want to be there. Yes. And he does. Yes. And so I like this play a lot. I'm also going with a dynamic iron player for my winning ticket this week. And I think this week does mean a lot to him. And I'm going to go with Mr. Plus 700, Colin Moran. (laughs) Colin. Chalk, 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 rock, chalk, Jayhawks. (laughs) Now, now, every single article that I've read, every preview of this particular course, all I've heard about is it's a second shot golf course. It's an iron player's paradise. Well, we just saw the best iron player in the world at Royal St. George's, and it wasn't close that week. So you're going to give him a week off? And you're going to put him in the Olympic Games. And he has shown every single step of the way trap. WGCs. Before that, his first PGA Tour win. Comes back from COVID, nearly wins. Then he's going to win a major at the PGA. Then he's going to come back and win the Open Championship. He and Tiger, the only two cats to win before they're 25, those two tournaments. This dude is a rising superstar. And I can see very easily in my crystal ball him holding that Olympic gold medal come Sunday and adding to his legacy very, very early on. I love Colin Morikawa. I do not love the number. <laughs> now, you well, you win in the States this year. You win in Europe this year. Might as well just chuck it on over to Asia and get your win over there, right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, let's go. A wild card this week could be anything. Absolutely anything on the board. What do you like this week, Trev? Well, let's have some fun this week. It's a unique week. My wild card this week, I'm putting some money on the United States. U-S-A. U-S-A. <laughs> to win <laughs> the gold. I already told you who's going to win it, Justin Thomas. And if Justin Thomas doesn't win it, Colin Moore. Well, no, you pick more, Kyle. Xander Shoffley is going to win <laughs> You're diabolical. You and can't if Xander get doesn't win it, Peck. <laughs> okay, no, no, but Colin Morikawa is going to win. United States plus 160, win the gold. It just feels like, I mean, look, they got four guys in it, right? Yep. Go get it, gold. Right? Bring yeah. it back. That'd be great for the Olympics. America, get excited about golf in the Olympics. Get excited. I, Go I get it. I swear to God. I swear to God, if you post a picture of yourself in Stars and Stripes boxer shorts, I'm going to quit the show and I'm going to block you from my social media. I swear. I swear that I will. I saw that. I saw that video of Kepka twerking. I thought it was you. (laughs) If I'm Brooks, I'm tracking down whoever shot that, which was part of his party, by the way, because they were right next to him. How in the world does he do that? And it also means he's done it before. 
So I, oh, yeah. it was all he practices. It, all for sure. He definitely home. practices. Oh yeah. He definitely per, uh, twerks at home. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. I love this particular bet because when you really look at it, uh, all kidding aside, at plus 160, and you're getting these four yeah. dudes to win, it's almost better odds if you really dig into what your sports book offers. Man, this is giving me four guys at plus 160, and you look at their top 10 numbers, and they're lower than that. And so I'm giving four guys to win. Oh, my gosh. I, it's better than the top 10 numbers for sure. Uh, I love that play, Trav. Yep. All right, I'm going to go because I also think Trav is on the right path when it comes to his winner. I'm going to go JT top five, top five, okay. Okay. plus 220. And it's about a dollar better than a top 10 play for JT. But I think, like you said, uh, if he doesn't win, he's going to be right up there. And so give me the top five, a little bit better odds because he's plus 1,100 to win. It gives me a little more value there. Um, so I love JT. And the way I'm looking at it, Travis, he only has to beat 28 or 29 guys. Yeah. Because right. I think the bottom 30 just aren't good enough to right. win flat out. So to me, plus 220 to beat 28, 29 dudes, I'm here for it. I'm it's here coming. For it. It's, it's coming. You're not going to keep, you know, like you're not going to keep JT down forever. You know, like mm-hmm. he's every golfer goes through these little uh, and it's been primarily the putter. And although you look at his last couple of like you, you're seeing signs back to Europe, um, excuse me, back to Asia, change of scenery. He's won over there before longish, soft, second shot golf course, smooth, smooth bent. Like, I mean, JT's like, no wonder he's posting everything. He's licking his chops. He's like, this <laughs> golf course is for me. I love it. I love it. And I love that he's into it because I've always said this. When I do any of my speaking, I tell people all the time, never be too cool for school. What I mean by that is when you show up someplace, I don't care if it's the John Deere Classic or the Olympic Games. You showed up for a reason. Show me that you're excited. Show me that you're into it. And then go out there and get the job done. And that's what JT does all the time, which is why I'm such a big fan of what he does. All right, quickly, uh, Trav, uh, your final thoughts this week. What do you got? Well, you know, geez, my final thoughts are let's have a great tournament. You know, let's have a great tournament for the men and the women. I hope it's competitive. I hope it's exciting. And I hope it comes down to the end. I think we're going to see birdies, soft conditions. So, yes, it sucks. Rom, Bryson, guys elected to stay home. We know it's an uphill battle to some degree with golf in the Olympics and the interest level. But great golf. Exciting finish would go a long, long ways, I think, in making this a positive experience over there in Tokyo. So I'll be watching. I'll be cheering. I love my bets, by the way. It's tough to get excited about some of the numbers, but I do feel very good. I Last week was tough. I didn't feel great about it. didn't really break my way, but I feel like I'm back this week and riding the momentum. And I might just go off like JT will. Wow, you're riding the momentum that you don't even have. Well, the momentum of like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> USA, I don't know what I was trying to say. All I know well, is JT is going to win. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So we're <laughs> going to see you, as always, at the pay window. Remember, we're here every single week that there is a golf tournament somewhere on the planet. He's Travis Fulton. I am the coach for Samantha, for Cody, and our incredible partners at Sports Pub Media. Follow them on social media. Remember, if you're going to cash out every week, 
Why not cash out with the coaches? Good luck. Guys, what's good? This is the coach. You may know me from PGA Tour Live, the Golf Channel, or even ESPN. I wanted to interrupt this YouTube video real quick to tell you how to get the best and most entertaining golf betting content every single week, and it's all for free. It's called Cash Out with the Coaches. I've teamed up with legendary golf instructor Travis Fulton, and he's also a PGA Tour insider to bring you the unscripted, unfiltered PGA Tour betting talk and analysis. All you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's new channel. And you'll get access to our Cash Out with the Coaches show before every single PGA Tour event. You can also play along with the coaches, too. We don't hold anything back on this free show. And all you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's channel with the button on the video. And you'll have access to every single show. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Can't wait to see you on the channel.